a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. In the name of Jesus, the name that is above our name. Father, I want to thank you this morning for the grace and the privilege you have given unto me to bring your word and your presence into the homes and the lives of your children. Be thy exalted ancient of days in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I bless you. Father, I honor you. Father, I give you all the glory. I give you all the praises. Take all the glory this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you will pour out yourself upon us, even as we begin this week. As we lift up our eyes unto you, our help comes from you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Ancient of days, we declare that you are God. We declare that your faithfulness and your mercy endures forever in the precious name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Lift up your voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Say, Lord, I thank you this morning for the privilege you have given unto me, for the grace that you have bestowed upon me to see yet another new day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it in the precious name of Jesus. Declare with me this morning. Say, I plead the blood of Jesus upon myself. By the blood of Jesus, I neutralize every works of the enemy, every demonic activities that took place in my dream. I use the blood of Jesus to neutralize them in the mighty name of Jesus. All demonic arrows fired at me in the middle of the night. I return those arrows back to the sender in the mighty name of Jesus. Declare with me. Say, O Lord, empower me to pluck the seed of wealth. As I go into this week, empower me to pluck the seed of favor in the mighty name of Jesus. Let heaven remain opened over my life this week in Jesus' name. Declare it. I release the judgment of God upon every demonic dreams that are sponsored to retrogress my life. Declare it. I release the judgment of God upon every dream that are sponsored from hell to retrogress my life, to limit my life, and to, to delay my life in the name of Jesus. Egyptian poverty, I shall see you no more. Egyptian sickness, I shall see you no more. Egyptian afflictions, I shall see you no more. In the mighty name of Jesus, declare it. Say, I command the thunder of God to break into pieces all the satanic arrows of poverty, infirmity, and backwardness. I command the thunder of God to break to pieces all the satanic arrows of poverty, afflictions, and retrogression fired into my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Declare that every foundational arrow fired into my life be removed by fire. In the name of Jesus, be removed by fire now. In the name of Jesus, I paralyze all inherited arrows of lack, all inherited
inherited arrows of poverty be paralyzed in the mighty name of Jesus. Declare it, say, Father Lord, shield me against anything that will cause failure and disappointment in my life this new week in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I declare that every instrument of failure working against my advancement shall fail. Every instrument of failure working against my advancement shall fail in the mighty name of Jesus. Declare it. Declare it. All demonic decrees that are working against my potentials shall be revoked by the power in the name of Jesus. All demonic decrees working against my potential shall backfire in the mighty name of Jesus shall be revoked in the mighty name of Jesus. Say my life my business begin to reject all the marks of retrogression reject all marks of backwardness reject all marks of disappointments and failures in the precious name of jesus any evil spirit behind any family cauldron that is working against my progress be paralyzed by the power in the name of jesus declare it Lastly, you declare, say, I break and lose my future, my finances, my marriage, my health from the domination of witchcraft cauldron in the name of Jesus. Declare it upon yourself. Whatever you declare, the Lord is bringing it to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. In this new week, as a servant of the Lord, I pour the grace of God upon you. I pour the blessing of God upon you. I pour the favor of God upon you. I neutralize every works of the enemy. I neutralize every arrow of the wicked in the precious name of Jesus. It's a new week. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. In Jesus' precious name. Turn your Bible with me to the book of 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Ye are of God, little children, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. In a world full of negativities, problems, and challenges, there is need for us to understand that the true victory we seek must begin from within us. It must begin with that self-awareness of who we are. You see, many problems emanate from seeking validation from wrong places. At some point, we are confused about our identity. The lack of knowledge about who we are has led many of us into the hands and into the bosom of the people who will continuously take advantage of us. It is normal for a child to look to the father and the mother to validate him or her. Many parents have helped the devil to make children lose out on the knowledge of who God created them to be. It is normal for a wife, a husband, to look for validation from their spouses. The problem of life has also shaped the orientation of many people into believing the lies the devil tells about the real person they are. I once met a young man, 
who became addicted to several substances. It all started when he failed a promotion exam. The father was so angry with him that the father called him so many worthless names. The name calling became constant that the boy believed every single name that the father has called him. Then he found himself seeking validation from the hands of an outsider. The first person who showed up to help him, to encourage him, to give him a shoulder to lean on was a drug addict who ended up teaching him how to take some of these drugs thereby destroying the life of this boy. The boy felt loved and cared for to the extent that he constantly go to the house of this boy to visit him, he eventually learned all his ways. There are many people today who identified as homosexuals, not because they were actually homosexuals. To them, their battle started with someone attacking their self-esteem, somebody attacking their, their, their real identity. You can attack somebody's self-esteem by hurting their emotions continually and consistently by hurting their their self-confidence until they believe that every single hurt you are giving to them they deserve it until they believe that every insult they receive from people they actually deserve it you can attack someone's identity by telling them who they are repeatedly until they subconsciously begin to believe you. The young man ended up picking up the bad habits of his influencer. Him and so many people today are under that category. The family pushed them out. They entered into the hands of wrong people who offered them wrong advice. They eventually forgot who they are and then they pick up a new identity, a mask that covers their real identity. Today we have so many young people that are seeking to be validated on social media. They are looking for somebody to like them on social media. Many of them ended up falling into the hands of wrong people who will lie to them and deceive them until their real identity and their real purpose is taken away from them. We have many people that have gotten their self-confidence and their self-belief crushed through events of the past. Things that were very, very painful that happened to them in their past destroyed their sense of confidence in themselves. It is sometimes a painful thing to talk about when they remember what others did to them in the past. I am here to let you know today that how you were raised, where you were raised, how you were born, what happened to you, and what anyone has said to you in the past or in the present or what somebody will say to you in the future, the names you were called in the past, the name you will be called in the future, the name you are being called right now, doesn't determine who you are. Your past does not define who you are. The event that took place in your past does not determine who you are. That is not your definition. That is not who you are. What God sees is different from what people see. 
God is looking beyond your mistakes because you are his own. You are his own. He called you his own. I remember something that happened a few years ago. I was still a young evangelist leading a, a very small group of singers in a church setting. It was kind of an uh, orthodox church environment, a town where everybody knows everybody's past. They know your present, they know your future. In fact, they can predict what you are going to become in the future. That's how serious it, it, it was. Our group was the group that was rocking the church in terms of music then. Until the time, a young lady approached the group to be a member. The entire group rejected her membership. The entire church rejected her membership. She had just joined the church not long. And according to the people who spoke to me, the lady was heavily involved in what they call prostitution. Everyone threatened to leave the group because of her. Because a name has been attached to her. I know she... They may be telling the truth about her, but not that I'm condoning some things, not that I'm justifying some things, but for every action that people take, something led them into it. And, and as Christian, it's time we begin to, to focus on the foundation of the problem than the symptoms of the problem. We Christian will focus too much on the symptoms that the person is showing we lack the courage to look beyond the symptoms and go down to the foundation of the problem and probably dig the root of the problem and see what causes the problem. Why is this person behaving the way he's behaving? Why is this person having all this, all this bad behavior all the time? Is it because of the environment he was raised? Or is it because of the event that took place in his past that has made him to forget exactly who God created him or her to be? Many people have been shaped by the problems of life. Many people react to, to people based on what they have experienced. Their past experiences in the people's life has given them a new identity that they themselves begin to believe that who they became after their experiences is now their real identity. You are not what the problem of your past says you are. You are who God says you are. You are who God designed you to be. So I approached the lady, asked her some few questions. Why was she interested in joining the choir? She said she loved the Lord and she would like to work for God. Upon talking to her, she told me she has realized all the names that people were calling her. She has realized a mistake and she really wants to turn a new leaf but nobody want to give her a chance all she was just looking for is somebody to listen to her and somebody to give her a chance somebody to trust her enough to want to give her a chance to change to a new person we preach the gospel but we are still the same people who uses our judgmental ways of thinking to chase the soul away from the presence of God Many people have lost their true identity because of what someone else thinks they are. Sometimes, people are not confident enough 
to reject what people say they were. And once you begin to accept the definition of people about who you are, it becomes a public opinion. It becomes a generally accepted opinion that everybody now begins to think that you are actually exactly the way people think you were. But that is not the truth. You are a child of God. You are a son of God. You are a daughter of Christ. I asked her why she was interested in the choir. She said she wanted to work for God and give her life a chance to start afresh. So I spoke to my pastor then who supported my decision to admit her into the choir. And till today, the young lady is serving God with all her might. I placed her on three weeks probation during which she must attend all choir rehearsals and all the prayer meetings. Some people left the choir because of her. Some stayed. In the end, she became a firebrand believer, transformed and recycled for God. I've once mentioned that many of us who claim to be saints today were once sinners. Imagine if God did not recycle us. We would have died and go to hell. We also have to learn to give other sinners chances. Give them chance to be able to receive that same transformation that we received without giving them a wrong name. All the lady needed was just for someone to just believe in her and accept her. The world can sometimes judge us and change our name and identify us with our mistakes. We didn't choose to just make those mistakes in order for us to earn a new identity. Those mistakes happened because we were still trying to learn what life means. As a child, learning to walk, you will fall several times, but you keep getting up, you fall again, you get up, until we can walk without falling. If as a child, when you were learning to, to walk, you fall down the first time and the people around you stop you from trying to walk, you will not be able to walk. You learn to walk, you fall. You learn from your fall, you rise. You walk again, you fall. You learn from your walk, you rise. Nobody chooses to make mistakes for the pleasure of making it. We just find ourselves in those mistakes. Those we have decisions, we have choices we made that we had a different purpose. We had a different hope that those choices we're making is going to lead us to something else. But the choices we made led us into mistake. The point is that at the time we're making the mistake, and as at the time we already made the mistake, when we realize our mistake, what is the Lord thinking about who we are? As the Lord rejected us, as God rejected us because of our mistakes, God didn't reject us. Because I read through my Bible, most of the people that God set apart to use for his glory were men and women who were full of mistakes. Do you want to talk of Abraham? Who ended up sleeping with his housemaid because the wife pressured him to sleep with her. And she she got pregnant for him and she gave birth to Ishmael. A mistake that today Abraham cannot even solve. 
Do you want to talk of Jacob? Somebody who God say, oh, Jacob I love. Esau I hate. Who was Jacob? Jacob was a supplanter. He wasn't perfect. He was a crook. Or do you want to talk of Apostle Paul? The greatest writer of the New Testament books. The one who wrote all the instructions that many of us are misinterpreting in the New Testament. Who was he before Jesus found him? He was a persecutor of the church. He was sponsoring terrorists to terrorize the life of Christians. He was a sponsor of the people who were agitating for elimination of the Christians. He put money down for people to go from house to house to kill the early Christian. And while he was doing that, who was God saying? I believe it, if it was to be the Christian of today, we are going to be looking at a Paul that we can use the Holy Ghost fire to break his head and kill him. But while Paul was doing all the things he was doing, God was focused on an identity that he has created for him. Your mistake does not define who you are. Your errors does not define who you are. You have an identity in Christ. You have an identity in God. There is a way you see yourself and there is a way God sees you. There is a way you see yourself. There is a way people see you and there is a way God sees you. How God sees you is the most important. If God sees you as a bad person, you will have been dead. Because there is a chance for every sinner to become a saint. Every saint was once a sinner. It's time for all saints to give the rest of the sinners chance so that we can have more saints in the kingdom. We didn't choose to just make the mistake we made. I made some mistake in the past myself. Made some terrible mistakes myself. And some of those terrible mistakes I've made have instructed me, has made me to become a better person has made me to become a better instrument in the hands of God. Sometimes when I sit down, I share my experience with people as a young man. My experience sometimes can even bring the soul of these young people down into a place where you can listen to them. Maybe if I didn't have those experiences in the past, my ministry might not be as effective as it is today. Consider your mistakes a blessing. Consider it as a tool in the hands of God. Don't focus too much on the errors you have committed or the names that people have given you. That is not your identity. You are a child of God. You are a child of God. You are not who society says you are. Your past and your current situation doesn't define who you are. The Bible says in our text for today, that you are of God. You are of God. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Irrespective of whatever event took place in your life. Irrespective of whatever event is taking place in your life right now. Irrespective of the event that will take place in the future. It does not change who you are in God. God sees you as his own. God sees you as his daughter. That is your true identity. 
That is your true identity. Your true identity is that you are of God. And your situation, God is turning it around to glorify himself. God is not judging you. God is telling you, my daughter, my son, I love you. I want you in my house. I want you to be effective in my agenda for this end time. Look at the prodigal son. If we actually want to measure the heart of God, when it comes to reacting to the errors of his children, God is a father. Many people have portrayed God to be a man who is angry at all his children and is holding a very heavy cane. He wants to lash them all the time, want to beat them all the time. There are times that God will discipline us. And there are times that God will welcome us back to himself with love. Look at the prodigal son. The prodigal son made the, the, the early mistake of his life, took all his wealth and went to a strange land to squander everything. When he realized his mistake, what did he do? He came back home. The father welcomed him back home with a party. That shows the heart of God. Jesus was telling us what the heart of God is when it comes to a sinner who strayed away and is coming back home. God is happy when a sinner comes back home. God is happy when we realize our mistakes and we come to him in humility, seeking him to help us. Our true identity is not in the mistakes we have made. Our true identity is in the scriptures. Is it the, is the fact that we are royal priesthood. We are of God. We are so special to God that God can make his only begotten son to come to earth to come and die for us. That is how special you are to God. You are part of his end time agenda. You are part of his revival agenda. Through you, many souls will come to the Lord. Through you, many destiny will be raised. It all begins with you stopping to judge yourself. Stop judging yourself. It begins with you. Stop judging yourself. Don't accept what people say you are. Don't accept what people say you are. Understand that God is looking at a vessel. As you are struggling with your sin, as you are struggling with your errors, as you are struggling with your mistakes, God is looking at a vessel. God is looking at a vessel and it's going to use you. A vessel unto honor to subdue principalities, to subdue powers because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God wants to put his spirit in you in spite of your errors. God wants to put his power on you. God wants to give you a voice to sing in his house. And your voice will bring soul closer to God. Your voice will nourish people in the house of God. These are the, the person that God is saying. Your true identity is that you are of God. Little children, ye are of God. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I want you to take a deeper study on this scripture today and affirm to yourself that I am of God. The devil cannot lay any spiritual claim over my life. I have nothing to do with the unfruitful work of Satan. I have nothing to do with the manifestation of the powers of the enemy. I am of God. The spirit of God lives in me. God has put his spirit in me and is using me to do exploit 
in my environment, in my church, in my family. Kill the guilt. It's time to move. It's time to move. Move to who God has created you to be. Shed off that shell of strange identity that you have given yourself. Set that identity on fire. In this part of Africa, even in the world, people would describe you by the event that took place in your life. You don't know that man that had accidents sometimes and lost one of his legs and he's always using crutches. Anytime he's passing, he's always limping. You say, oh, yeah, yeah, that man with one leg. People will never describe you with your positive achievements. You know your battle. Don't let anybody identify you by your battles. You are of God. Don't believe the whisper of the enemy. You are not what that evil voice says you are. You are not what the enemy says you are. You are of God. You are of God. And the word is right before you to take. God wants to take you throughout the world and make a massive, glorious instrument of honor out of you. Your true identity is that you are a child of God. I bless you with the blessing of Abraham, with the blessing of Isaac, with the blessing of Israel. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless you. I believe you've been blessed by today's message. Please share to bless your family and friends. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at at underscore Evers. God bless you. Thank you.